0: Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Marie Hafen and we're in Sweden today and I'm happy to welcome Katrine Höglund with us. Thank you. Thank you for being willing to come and share with us. Sure. It's my pleasure. Uh, today, a little earlier, we talked about the fact that in among your family and your friends there have been some who have chosen to leave their membership in the church. and just not attend anymore, not be part of it anymore. Yes. So before we get into that issue let me ask you how did your own testimony develop? How did you get strength for your testimony as as you grew up? As I
1: grew up, um, well I grew up in a family of uh, five kids and church and gospel was were always the foundation of everything we did. Um, It was um, natural for us to go to church every Sunday and try to have our family home evenings and family prayer and and so on and when I was in my teens I started to attend seminary and I think mm-hmm. that was very helpful for me um, to have a solid first knowledge of the scriptures and mm-hmm. to begin to think for myself what do I yeah. need to know um, to keep going to church because I can't just go with what my, my mom and dad do. Mm. I need to have my own testimony. And um, as I read the Book of Mormon, I think I was 14 when we studied it in the seminary, it was very helpful. Um, I remember just reading through the Book of Alma and it was just wars and wars and wars and I was trying to keep up with the pace of the seminary and I, <laughs> I wasn't doing a good job. And I just felt the Spirit so strongly when I read and I just knew that even though I tried to say my prayers and ask for proper testimony, I just knew all along that I already knew. And it wasn't a big issue for me. It was just keep, keep moving forward.
0: And Then I would assume you were married and you have children and mm-hmm. then uh, you began to, what, at what point did you begin to see others decide that they were going to leave?
1: That was maybe some ten years ago,
0: mm-hmm. and we had um,
1: our first two or three kids by that time, and everything was just moving on normally, I thought, um, like it always had. We would um, go to church, We would I would attend temple, the temple with my family and with my sisters regularly. We loved going to the temple, and then things just started to change because um, Some of my family members were having doubts, and decided not to come, and that affected others. And I believe um, here in Göteborg and Kungsbäcke, where I live, lots of people have affected each other. Um, If someone starts to doubt, that will bring others with them. And um, we have seen a lot of, um, a great part of our
0: ward in Kungsbäcke disappear, basically have had real challenges. Yes. So, did you consider leaving with them? Does, did you ever consider?
1: No, never. Um, what's been hard is uh, dealing with grief when they leave. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I have never wanted to leave the church. I have never wanted to lose those blessings that I have in my life. And I have always known that I have a heavenly Father and an elder brother in Jesus Christ, and why would I ever want to lose that? And um, I remember a um, couple of summers ago, maybe four or five summers ago, when my sisters, who I am, who are very dear to me, um, they lost their faith, and I went through that summer just thinking so hard: Why am I? staying in my covenants. Why? Um, Because there was never a doubt that I wanted to stop, that I wanted Mm -hmm. to do as they did. I never wanted that. Um, And um, I pondered it a lot. And I think the answer was that I choose this because this is a part of me. This is a part of who I am and I don't want to be anyone else. That was my answer. <laughs> it's might be strange, but no, it, it was, um, I just felt my Heavenly Father's love and I knew that um, this was the right path to continue on. So that's what I did.
0: Yeah. And so when, um, I'm just thinking about, you would have seen them drift away and maybe it's been a few years, and yet you keep your family together, the extended family, and when you have children or those from families who uh, are no longer coming to meetings, let's put it that way, Mm -hmm. then how do you handle that in your home? Um,
1: When my children ask, um, they miss their cousins and so on, um, we try not to put any guilt or blame, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that's very important Mm -hmm. to show respect for their life choices. You
0: have to make them. It's
1: super important to me. Um, Maybe I hope they don't feel like we do, um, but we we try to respect their choices and so I tell my kids yes, they have chosen this, but we choose our way and everybody can choose their own way. So in our family, we still go to
0: church. We still pray together and so on. So when they come, how do you maintain, how do you keep up your family uh, traditions, if you want to put it that way, or how you would do things in your home?
1: Yeah. I think the love is still there. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. no difference. We still love each other so much, um, no matter if we're still in or out of the church. And I think that's very important that you... Um, can be tolerated and respected Mm -hmm. and loved. But then there's the issue with um, prayer before we eat Uh, and things like that. And if we're at my place, I will just do as I normally do. (laughs) I will just say grace. (laughs) And if I have um, um, friends of my kids staying the night, we'll just say prayers before we go to bed because that's what we do in our house. And we try not to make a big fuss out of it. It's just, is this is the way we do it. And if they ask me anything, I will answer. Mm, I will answer out of my perspective. Uh-huh. And um, maybe on a child's level, I will give my testimony very lightly. Uh-huh. Because I wouldn't want to offend their moms and dads' choices. But I still want to stick, stuck, stick up for my faith and show them this is the way we do it in our family. And kids are very tolerant and for them it's not strange, it's natural for them and they understand
0: that you can do it different ways. Can you think of an example where maybe um, you have done something in your home that uh, would be a little different maybe than what they would do in their homes but that they you can feel that they're, like you say, that they feel like it's kind of natural.
1: Yeah, I think it maybe when we say prayers before we go to bed, I will put um, uh, the kids to bed and we will just uh, say a, a small prayer at the bedside um, before I tuck them in. And uh, if there's a little friend or cousin laying on a mattress on the floor, I will just include them and um, um, they have um, i think they've liked
0: it actually that they're feeling the yes
1: they can feel somehow i don't know if i i try to mediate god's love for them uh, and um, they have made a few comments like um, that it feels uh, nice or um, they comforted
0: if, if they were had a tummy ache or if yeah, they Yeah, did were, you mention something about a sore throat or...
1: Yeah, I think it was uh, one little cousin, she was uh, having a tummy ache. I think maybe she was a little worried uh-huh. for staying away from home or something like that. I'm not sure. And um, she said, after you prayed, I felt good. <laughs> yeah. So I believe God is always helping his children in whatever way he can, and we can um, be his, his mediators, sort of, Yes. yes. and yes. I think through prayers and children, it's um, he will always answer the prayers of a child on their level, you know, you try to find your car keys or whatever it is, and you have the kids mm-hmm. involved, mm-hmm. that will always help, and he, I believe God will always answer those prayers, because yes. that will build the testimonies of the children.
0: And I think uh, I have seen that in a small way. We also talked a little bit about the fact that you gained your testimony in a different way from your husband, for example, and your father. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about those the differences? Mm
1: -hmm. When my dad or my husband, they are similar in that way that they will just go to the source. They will read every speech Brigham Young ever gave to sort it out, what did he say, or they will just study deep 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 into the scriptures. I study the scriptures too, but in a very different way. And um, I do it when I have to give a lesson or a speech, (laughs) or if I have a question, I will just open them up and something in there will talk to me and give me comfort, Mm -hmm. what I need to read right then and there. Um, Then we have um, a book club that's very important to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The past 15 years, Uh um, we are some women gathering here. um, We're about 10. Uh And uh, the people in the book club have uh, shifted throughout the years because some of them um, dropped out of church. Uh So we had to gain some new members. Uh And um, we meet every six weeks and talk about the Gospel. Uh-huh. And we invented this book club um, right when I started having small children and going to church. We st- we still go to church but you know you have to take care of your little babies and toddlers out in the
0: corridors and you mm-hmm. miss out yes. on class a bit. <laughs> so you're active in the church but not in, yes. in the corridors. but you know
1: the mom life. Yes. And um, I felt then 15 years ago when I started having small kids that the book club was kid free, <laughs> well not if I was nursing, <laughs> then I brought them with me, yes. I, I, I did that too, but we would have deep gospel conversations.
0: That were uninterrupted and you could really...
1: Yes, and just a group of women whom I love and respect and are wise and we're not the same age, some are my mom's age and some are younger, so we get the whole generation um, thing too, and we just um, read really good church books, like desert book books. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes we study general conference
0: uh-huh. and scripture, different themes in the scriptures. And this I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, okay. but I'm just curious about how you feel that this women's group may be different in the way they might discuss the gospel than if you're in a gospel doctrine class and there are mm-hmm. the brothers are there mm-hmm. with you as well
1: um we are very centered
0: around how to live the gospel oh so a more practical yes how to live it rather yes. than how to know about it
1: mm-hmm. we like to understand things too Yes. and yes. seek to gain better knowledge in the scriptures as well and some of us in this group are better at that than others so Uh we help each other out Uh but it's also very centered around our experiences what did you do these past six weeks did you try to live this principle closer in some Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. and did you think about this what happened then we share experiences and sometimes they are so private that you wouldn't want to share them, like on Sunday, uh-huh. Sunday uh-huh. school, um, because maybe you, it's it's too close to your heart. Uh-huh. But this is such a small group; it will, and you've never known be each scary. Other. Yes, yes, we know each other,
0: and we're related somehow to. <laughs> so okay, let me ask you one uh, concluding question, and that is: if you were going to give advice or counsel to someone in your position who has people around you who have chosen to leave the church Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to them?
1: I think you need to find your own way of um, studying the gospel okay yeah Um, because there's not only one way of having personal revelation Mm -hmm. there are some Mm -hmm. different ways because we are different people Mm -hmm. and um, the past years I have understood that my way is not always to dig deep into the scriptures and pray hard because I do that and I feel very uplifted but I don't always get my answers that way my answers to my questions come through discussion usually with um, women who are my friends mm-hmm. and my husband of course too and my dad and all of that but you know that's my way you need to find your own way to um, Um, get your answers does that make sense and and also not not just your answer but also your uh, spiritual nurturing Mm -hmm. how do you get that and mine is going to church and attending the meetings i i had a period in my life when my sisters and my brother recently left church and it was so hard to go to church not hard to go there but I would feel so sad when I was there because they weren't there with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just didn't want to sit crying all Sunday. That wasn't uh-huh. uplifting. I needed to go there to get my spiritual strength. Mm-hmm. And I think I felt God's hand in my life uh-huh. so strongly through throughout that period. Because every meeting in church, every speech, every class given was just so uplifting and so... Um, answering things that i was pondering mm-hmm. and i had small kids so i wasn't always able to go home and study it was i was too tired mm-hmm. i would just fall asleep over the scriptures mm-hmm. but i got what i needed in church mm-hmm. from the meetings oh, and it was a disciple point yes so if you have that happening to you people who you love and who are very close to you and then you're just leaving church you need to find your own way of doing things you can't just do like everybody else. You need to find your way. and For me it was a choice as well. I knew that I didn't want to choose anything else. This was my way. And um, we all of us have our own agency. And
0: that's what I chose to Good. use mine for. <laughs> just one little footnote question to end. Mm-hmm. And that is, how has the temple and your temple covenants played into this? Well, they're,
1: they are the foundation of it all, I believe. I have made promises to my heavenly father, and he has promised me things back. And I wouldn't want not to have those blessings. Okay. So I'll stick to it. <laughs> and also, attending the temple... Um, ...always gives me strength. New strength. Like, loading my batteries again. And uh, we live far from the temple, so we don't go very often. It's difficult when you have small kids and all of that. So we go one week every summer, the whole family. We're going the next week to Stockholm and we'll live there for a week with our children and take turns going to sessions. And it's making a huge difference in our family because the children know that that's the temple, that's where mom and dad, loves to go and um, it's really hard work to make it happen, <laughs> to make it happen and to um, be there because there's so much things Just going on, mm-hmm. you know, okay you go that session, I'll go this, okay he mm-hmm. takes care of the kids, you know, yeah, what, what yeah. will we have for lunch all of that but it's so worth it and they love being there I think they can feel somehow the peace of the place, yes, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, Katrine. I really appreciate you being willing to come and, and share your insights and your just your faith with us today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>